This is a HeadGum Podcast. There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irving Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. Jake wearing the headphones, Gareth not, we're here to help, we are Jake back getting football. insecure about the headphones. <laughs> uh, Damn it, we got a great show. Oh, buddy boy, we sure do. We have a special one. This is great. I think, um, you know, we definitely sometimes when people come on the show, we don't know what to expect, and uh, I mean, today was yeah. just a killer. Well, I knew to expect, we've got the great Jonathan Scott. Yes. The future husband. Of my dear friend and co-star, Miss Zoe Deschanel. And without question, our favorite property brother. It's not even close. We hate Drew. We're not Drew guys. <laughs> We're just not. Um, we, but, we like Drew. But we do. But Jonathan was so, so great. And, um, well, I knew he was a man of mystery because everything he kind of does uh, in terms of his shows, you can tell he's always producing, he's always moving. I knew he's a, I know he's a magician. Mm-hmm. I know he does martial arts. He's like a black belt in taekwondo. Uh, he does here, everything. He's a he's a Renaissance man. He really is, and he is uh, extremely uh, helpful yes. on the show. Yes, he and, is. Uh, but we're we're trying something new on this one because we ended up just chatting after because I wanted to ask him a little bit about uh, Zoe, and I wanted to give him a little bit of a compliment because she's yep. an old friend. So at the end of this. Stick around after both calls. We do like a little uh, fireside chat. Yeah, a little fireside chat with our man, our new best friend. Yeah. So and we, favorite property brother. Yeah. So. Uh, Follow everything Jonathan does. You obviously already do. You, everybody knows who he is. Yep. Enjoy it. GarethReynolds.com. Yeah. Starting my tour February 26th, uh, basically through April 7th on and off. I'm going everywhere, so go there for tickets. And Lamorne Morris is looking good in that photo. Man, you must you miss him? Yeah. Yep. Uh, he texts a lot. Right. <laughs> the Le Morning After Show is also a podcast, which is now our competition. Yeah. So. Um, and I know that because he sent me a photo of his show doing better than our show on Apple Podcasts, and he said, the people have spoken. Suck it. <laughs> well, fantastic. <laughs> and I told that fool, when we started, we were topping the charts, uh, and he said, take it easy. I was joking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, support that. Go watch the episodes on YouTube. Follow yes, us on YouTube's social fun. media. And, well, um, especially YouTube on this one, because we do have uh, some photos that you'll see why there is a visual so, moment. But that... even if you are somebody who, because I am not a YouTube watcher, for, right? So I do listen to my podcast on my phone when I'm working out. Okay. Uh, but just do us do us a favor. Check on YouTube. Fast forward to the part you want to see because Jonathan shows a photo of something that is important and uh, and crazy and, and totally insane and sticks with me. And without further ado, enjoy the show, everybody. Ones and twos. That's right. Hi. Hi, can we get your name, please? My name is Julia. Julia? Julia. I-A? And Julia, where are you calling from? (laughs) Um, I'm calling from Oakland, California. Ooh, cool. And how old are you, Julia? I'm 29. 
29. So you got a special one. You've got the great Jonathan Scott with us. A, You're welcome. A yep. relatively new friend who I've met through an old friend, Zoe, but a hell of a likable guy and somebody we're really happy is here. Jonathan, thanks Pleasure for joining, you. man. Yeah, Appreciate thank you. you. So fun. Appreciate I am you. willing to bring my wealth of useless information. Welcome to the well, show. Yeah. <laughs> welcome I to the show. It's a low bar we've set here as far as being able to help. Okay. So anything you do will be good. So Julia, the floor is yours. Yeah. What's up? So I'm gonna. I'm planning to move in with my boyfriend later this year. Okay. And um, recently, I like. I heard this story and it really stuck in my head. It was about like this guy who, like, as exercise, he walked around his house on all fours just every day, like for 20 minutes. So the Hemsworth. And that's not a joke. Is that right? <laughs> the like, are you is talking about like a weird kind of crawl on all fours because yeah, yeah, you're yeah. really using your core? Yeah, yeah. You guys are looking at me like I'm crazy. Well, because you know what, what you're about. saying is crazy. Crazier. Yeah. Crazier. <laughs> yeah, crazier. Yeah, crazier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you guys are looking thing. at me like I'm crazier. <laughs> this is a thing. Yeah, yeah they have Just imagining Shake around his house <laughs> telling his wife he's Hemsworth thing. <laughs> Honey, can you get up? Yeah, I Hemsworth to the fridge. I get a bite to eat. I Hemsworth back to the couch. I don't I'm, know if you eat let's pasta. Be honest, it sounds sexy. Yes. Yeah, it's not. It's like belt well, sanding naked. Yeah, yeah. Not yes. sexy. Yeah. <laughs> Things are shaking. Well, but that's why you add Hemsworth. Because right. if you said the Johnson, you go, By the what? Way, just, he just yeah. goes on all fours throughout his house. And he does the sloppy Johnson. <laughs> you heard about the sloppy Johnson? By That's where way. he eats pasta while bear crawling in his house. <laughs> Fucking boner time. <laughs> no, for you? I, for, I, Julia. Not for us. We that, are in the presence of a lady here. Yes, yes. and the caller. Yes. Yeah. So, Julia, you heard a story about a guy who goes on all fours to exercise. Well, yeah, and so, but so I was like, wouldn't it be wild if you were like moving in with somebody and you found out they had like that weird, like this weird thing that they do every day? And yeah. and so then I realized that I'm about to move in with somebody, and I have the opportunity to um, give Ooh. him this wonderful experience. Oh. But I don't want to walk around on all fours. That's the right. Thing. It's like that doesn't seem right oh, to me. Call. He would never believe that that was like something that I just usually did, you know. So I was trying to think of something else. So basically the idea here is, Julia, you could freak out the significant other you're moving in with by creating something that he doesn't know yet. You could play a good little prank. First That's of all, yeah. you're my hero. Yes. Yeah. We're all proud of you. This is amazing. <laughs> We're all proud of you. It's a good what, about, what about something less exercise and more you have a fake doll that lives with you? Oh, this is I've, I've actually met somebody who had... A fake baby that they would take around in a car, in a, like a pram. Oh, and this they is would good. That's great. What about? But it could be like a grown-up one, and you could say it's my roommate, and you treat it like it's totally real. You could even call it Jake. Yeah, interesting. It, it, let's let's be honest. It's a great first pitch. It really is because I I mean even in my like limited experience going through like a toy store, they do have those kind of bigger. Like, like you've never had a sex doll. My God. But if you put it. it in a pram, it's adorable. You Jonathan, little... Do you see the spin this guy does? Yeah. It's like a so big nice. thing in a maid's outfit that <laughs> one can be on top of. You can power yeah. wash it. It's the usual. It's fine. But really got to be dishwasher safe. So, Julia, here's where we've started. Cascade. This idea uh -huh. that there is a version of a doll that you have and love. Uh, uh -huh. Jonathan said the idea of uh, Jake. He had told a story about early on about uh, when he was first birthed. His brother had uh, been sitting on his head and smushed his skull. Mm -hmm. So when he came out, he had a mushed head. <laughs> you could create the idea of like 
the you twin doll that you've always had with like a really <laughs> scary smushed head uh, so that, you know, because if you want this to be believable, if you go far, he's going to know it's a bit. But what we want is him uh-huh. to believe yeah. that this is now part of his life. Yeah. I, I have ahead, more backstory. Jump in, jump in, jump in, I have jump, great jump, backstory. Jump, let's go. It turns out you had a twin yes. in your shoulder. Oh, no. One and of these. One of those. And Can don't try. worry. The teeth are still there inside, right. but the rest of it absorbed <laughs> into your body. And so you grew up with this doll that is representative of your twin. This is phenomenal. And um, that just gives you a little bit more backstory to make it believable. All right. Before we go on this road, because this could be interesting, Julia, if we're going to pitch on yeah. this, I need to know, is there a chance you... What's, the, what's your uh, boyfriend's name? Or what should we call him? Cone Charlie. 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 Okay. So is there a chance that Charlie could believe uh-huh. that you had a twin a shoulder twin, which I guess would be a I, version know, of conjoined? How long have you been together? <laughs> um, a little over a year. I feel like I would have mentioned that. Okay. I don't I, know. I, I feel like a year you could still get away with shoulder twin. But I feel <laughs> like eighteen months were past. It. But I don't want to go down a road okay, right. that she then says at the end. Okay. I'm not so okay. Have you have you ever had a shoulder pimple that could pass for teeth yeah. under the skin? Yeah. Again, these are good God. questions. No, unfortunately. <laughs> No. I want to tease you, my man, but you're coming out on fire. I know. It, it really is. <laughs> fucking A, man. It's hard to pour water on this. I mean, I keep wanting to say this is getting too crazy. Go away from shoulder twin. Do you have a weird pimple on your shoulder that could be the spot of the shoulder twin, Julia? <laughs> um, and my only thought, too, is like if it's a big doll, like he has been to my apartment Agreed. before. Agreed. You know okay. I mean? He well, would have seen something like that. But I mean, if it were something Small. But does but he also, go through every drawer and every that? That's another red flag right there. I Is also he think everywhere? you have the freedom to say you had some stuff in storage, and now that you're moving in with each other, you brought a couple things out of storage. I think you're weird. Now doll. that I have like a bigger space. But okay, yeah. so yeah. so but we got so we've got weird doll. We can go back and keep mm-hmm. pitching on that. I'm sensing a little hesitation. She's pushing yeah. back. Let's go to a second pitch. So let's okay. go to a second pitch. All right. Gareth, you got anything? You got something? Well, so you were talking about weird exercises. So I will say when you move in with somebody for the first time, there is a lot that does get discovered. There is a newness to it. Yeah. So we (laughs) do have the crawling on all fours when you're entering that world. Maybe we create a morning routine for you that you might only pull off for a day or two before you break. Yes. But is shocking yeah. and disgusting uh-huh. and is, just makes him do, go ahead. Is the coffee enema at the beginning of the routine or the now end of the routine? That's well, exactly right. Technically that, the end. That yeah. you have things say, that yeah. you do that early in the morning or. Don't talk to me until I've had my coffee. Are you willing to put Java in your anus? Will you? The amount of times no. I've heard that in this business, okay. man, that takes yeah. me back to when I first moved here. That's how you got a new was, girl. Yeah. <laughs> Liz Merriweather's well, first thing. Yeah. Uh, can you say any lines? No. Are you willing to put Java in your anus? Absolutely. Yes. Yes. Yeah, of course. Do I sign the contract? Yeah, <laughs> you know, I... when you test for a pilot, yeah. you sign yeah. first. Yeah, yeah. yeah absolutely. Um, so what do you think about if we created a weird morning routine? We need more from you, Julia. What do you want this thing to be? Give us some rules. Yeah, yeah, you know, I mean, I, I think like routine, you know, because I was trying to think about things and, and like a, a doll is a good idea. I mean, I think it would work if it were like, you know, if it were something that, you know, reasonably I maybe could have had the whole time. Like if it was something small, like a little like troll doll or something. Troll doll's great. <laughs> the more creepy lifelike, the better. Yes. Yeah, you could mm-hmm. you could have you could just if you wanted to do like troll dolls, you could get like eight of them. You know what we could do? Here's a weird play. We create this idea that you have this twin doll. You've had it since you were a kid. It was has a smashed head. It could be called Jake. 
you know, what to connect both of the ideas. <laughs> you do not mention it to him. But in his yeah. <laughs> area that like, you know, when you move in, there's going to be a part of the closet that's his. You mm-hmm. clear stuff out. You wait until he goes, what's this? And you, without <laughs> breaking, go like, Jake. And she goes, like what that. is it? And you go, oh, I've never, that's like very significant for me. That is good. And he goes, he'll laugh or feel uncomfortable. And you need to play dead serious. This is my twin doll. I've had it since I was a baby. I love it. <laughs> oh, here's what we could do. We make it disgusting. And you say, this will be given to my first child. Oh, and yes. This will be passed on <laughs> because it means a lot. And it was given to me by my parents. And yeah. we create like a disc and it like make it smell weird. You rub can it run in it mustard. over with a car. Put it in some mud. Yeah, a little mustard what do in you, the hair. What do you think of something like this, Julia? Is this something you could commit to? Yes, actually. I mean, it's kind of, I, I do have sort of like weird collections of toys. Okay. So like that one would have been like. I like that backstory. That is, do you like the backstory of the twin? Yeah. Okay, great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think if you can pull it off with serious face. Yes. You'll, it'll go a long way. But what is something, if we do, if we do the twin, what is something about you and your life, Julia, that we could connect this doll to that's going to make Jonathan's Charlie... doll shopping, by the way. I, no, I have a doll. What color <laughs> hair do you have, by the way? It's like light brown. I literally have the doll. It was on an ep- <laughs> it was on an episode of Property Brothers, and I came across it, and it was under the bed, and I pulled it out. And I'm like, it's a life size, uh, creepy as fuck doll. And I pulled it out, and that it was exactly what we're no talking about. This woman way. said she's had it was her best it, friend as a kid. <laughs> she's had it her whole life. I I literally have a picture here somewhere of it, and which is not very effective in a podcast. But fine, no, uh, who cares? If we get I, it, who cares? I, I, I have. Some. And you say life size? What are we talking here? We're when talking... I lifted it, it had it was like five feet tall. Okay, like, so Julia, ju- just to be clear, then if there's a yeah. world where and. Jonathan, do you have that doll? Do you have access to it or no? I don't have the doll. Okay, I have, have an image. The, the photograph, but I sh- I'm sure it exists. Do you want, are you yes. thinking something five feet tall or you think it's something small? I mean, I'm about to move to San Francisco, so I'm probably going to have a pretty small apartment. Okay. Five feet might be a little. So if we, when, when he <laughs> finds really. this photo, we're going to pull it up as a reference for you. I think, but, yeah. I think either uh-huh. way, it's a parting But gift. when you think of, uh, when we were pitching the twin thing, one of the things that could really spook Charlie out is if whatever the backstory is truly connects yeah. to your life yeah. in ways that uh-huh. it's it's almost too real that he's not allowed to laugh. Oh, uh, I mean, honestly, <laughs> I, I cannot. Wait, hold on. Gareth is looking at the photo of the doll. Okay, so. We'll the... send you a photo after, Julia. <laughs> I, I don't really know how to describe the doll other than the fingers are disproportionate to the rest, <laughs> which is not good. The doll is haunting. Uh, the doll has a bit of a red face. It has sort of Julia Louis Dreyfus hair. Cute. It looks like a <laughs> small um, witchy Julia Louis Dreyfus. With again, the fingers are are shockingly and long. Also, a shocking expression. Uh, a sho- a sh- just a very off putting. But I will say, with oh the backstory God. that we're talking about, Jake's having a look. With the backstory that we're talking Kevin, about, one? is particularly. It kind of would line up so well. Um, oh, so this is shocking. Yeah, it, and this is really this. good. I'm glad I'm you showed this. your reaction, the way you said that you just played nonchalant, like, oh, how do you not know about? Yes. Oh, did I never tell you this? Yeah, exactly. But Julia, here's the other catch with this doll that I like, and this is a different direction that I was pitching. 
I was pitching like Scary Doll from like the movie Annabelle. It What's is. great about this is that's a little person. Yeah, and the hands and are so problematic. Like, but that's close enough. The fingers are so problematic. Like, even whoever designed this like had some idea, but somebody must have been like, why is stuff. each finger a hot dog? I, I'm not gonna lie, the husband in this in this episode that we did, he hated the doll and yeah. she would not get rid of it. It's he pretty good. He hated it. Oh my lord. I really think I mean, again, I, yes. I, I think we, I, if I were you and you want to go absolutely fucking crazy, a doll like what Jonathan just showed is really so amazing. That, I, I will buy the doll for you. Okay, so what I will buy the doll and send you the doll. out of the, the property brother's budget, you get the weird <laughs> no, Julia so, Witch-Dreyfus. Julia, I have a pitch for you based on what we just saw, yeah. and it might change yeah, it a yeah, little yeah. bit, and it's going to make you a fucking weirdo to him, which is the point. Yes. So what really scares me about that doll, like if, if I went to a woman's house and that oh, was yeah. under the bed, yeah. it, that would scare me, honest yes. to God, to my bones. Absolutely. That would like really <laughs> fuck with me. Yes. If I moved in with a woman after a year and I saw that fucking weird doll, I would go on a tailspin. So here's what I'm pitching. <laughs> we okay. figure out a way to get you a doll that looks just like you and is very realistic and you have like a little you doll. But it seems as uh -huh. real as that. So it's not like a fucking weird it. And I, I think maybe we go bigger than a little like if it could be the size that that I'm... doll was and production, if we can find it, we'll send it to you. Yes. But if, okay. if we can put under your bed a four foot doll that weighs like 65. Here, here's what, here's what that, I would do. That too. shit is really it's, scary. It's awful looking. It is. It's awful. It's like if you saw a smell. It's but bad. I also want him the first time he looks under your bed to scream because yes. he thinks it's a person. Well, well, what I would do too is. I, I want that moment. I would parse out. I would part. If you're going to do it, I think, which is you should. I was your friend. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you strongly. To, thank yeah. you so much. I'm sorry. I misspoke. <laughs> Legally when um, I would parse it out. So I would, uh -huh. you know, maybe two weeks before the move, I would explain this like it's a bit of a difficult secret for you. Just ah. get the fact that this twin existed in your world. Explain how you do that. What do so you, you just go, look, there is something like. Jonathan, I, will you be Charlie? Do you mind? All right, I'll be Charlie. Um, What's you, up, babe? Do you mind if I do a, a affectation? Please. Of a, <clears throat> should, hey. we, should we be more affectionate if we're. I mean, we're well, look, we're about Let's to move hands. in together. <laughs> yeah. So. This isn't even a big deal, but um, there what is, is anything I know I just because we're getting serious and we're about to move in together. Um, I did just want to tell you that I did have a strange thing happen before I was born. Um, I had a twin. And the reason why you've never heard about her is because she she didn't make it. Um, she was partially on me, uh, attached to me. And um I, this what crazy as this like conjoined yeah and it was like a head and they're not sure what happened if it just fell off or if i ate it in the womb <laughs> Wait, you had but to i've eat always it. You're a cannibal, you ate, baby? if you ate your sir twin, we're in the middle so of something gross. who so, where's that voice sorry, coming from it's we're having it's an intimate our weird, i'm in julia's head i'm in julia's neighbor, head <laughs> a weird neighbor who gets to say who no he julia is. i'm just in your head i'm in your head <laughs> well get out oh, uh, mother am i am i the neighbor yeah no stay <laughs> out stop what the hell is he doing <laughs> nothing nothing honey are so, you put me under the I, bed baby I'm yeah very I'm twin, baby. it's a very emotional experience <laughs> i just wanted to tell you that because it really means a lot to me and i just you know i love you and I haven't told you that yet, so that's just something. Well, 
Should we have post-traumatic revelation sex now? Absolutely. Least cast. Least cast. His neighbor is really so weird. I'm gonna. Can I yeah. give my third yes. party unbiased opinion yes. of the acting? Uh, it was <laughs> no, total, It was. It, it was totally middle of the road. Where it needed yeah. to be. <laughs> where it right. needed to be. Yeah. I, well, I was understood. I prefer Jake's proposal, where she doesn't even you. say anything, Same. and then. Pretends yeah. that it's but I like because it. yeah, yeah. we heard yeah, it. Okay. I wanted to hear the sound. All right, yeah. okay. But I like that it's just there. Yeah. I like. I okay. actually like that we go. I think we go size. Yeah. I think Big. we have to do Jonathan's size of a doll, and I think we put it under the bed and let him find it. Yeah. So that it's horror, and then you <laughs> double down and say like, "Oh, this." Why would yeah. I even bring it up? I've had this forever. I've got a follow up. Yeah. yeah. I love that. Yeah. Okay. What if we do this? If we really want to play the long con a little bit more, yes. why don't you, if he freaks out, which he will, he will. if he's a human man, uh, <laughs> why don't we then, you suggest calling into our show to see who's Ooh. right, and we do a follow-up call where Jake and I will totally take your side to fulfill the prank on him fully. That could oh be God. a fun second half. So, Julia, where yes. are you at with this? So, so far we've given you the idea of creating, Jonathan came out hot with an idea. Uh, of pitching a doll, we could go small, we could go kind of smashed head. And then we've kind of leaned <laughs> into this idea that we went down the road of it could be a conjoined twin that used to live off your shoulder, yeah. shoulder that maybe, maybe you ate. Probably. Uh, maybe pitch it beforehand. And then we've kind of ended with the idea of spending a little bit of money that's worth it for the bit. If we could also find something, we would send it to you. We'll help. Uh, if we can find it. Yeah. But the idea of getting a pretty good sized doll yeah. that looks pretty realistic, just put it under yeah. your bed. Let him find it. Mm -hmm. So right. then, Julia, here's what we need you to do to make this real. Yeah. You do research and find the doll and then uh, email Kevin. And, and okay. I'll tell you, if you want an option, we have it. I mean... What we saw on Jonathan's phone was shocking. Yes. <laughs> well, we don't have it. I know, we don't have it. It belongs to some random yeah, lady. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, we could do an episode with every picture on my phone because <laughs> there's so much weird shit on my phone. It uh, is. This Julia, phone can never get stolen. Thank you for the call. <laughs> All right. This episode is sponsored by... Rocket, Rocket money. money, Jake. We love Rocket Money. Listen, you know what the deal is, right? It finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions. It monitors your spending. It helps lower your bills. You, like me, or like Jake, or other people are probably noticing that you're still paying for things that you don't use. And Rocket Money has over 5 million users, has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. Uh, I told you the story about how I was paying for a Packers uh, yeah. radio station. That's amazing. For a playoff game uh, against the Cardinals uh, about seven years ago. Anyway, what we want you to do is stop wasting money on things. That's right. Gilby Buchanan, ones and twos, 60 and balmy. Still alive, not dead yet. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash help. That's rocketmoney.com slash help. Rocketmoney.com slash help. Gil Buchanan still in the garage. Jake Johnson, we're buddies. We are sponsored by a new sponsor today. We're happy to have them. Booking.com. Booking.com. Yeah. Uh, Booking.com, Jake, as you know. Offers so many possibilities across the U.S. I use Booking.com. So do I for travelers. I travel all the time and use Booking.com. Do you book all your own stuff? 
Yeah, pretty much. Do you go to booking dot yeah? Uh booking dot com, booking dot yeah. Uh listen, if it's from a relaxing beach resort to a remote mountain cabin to going to do a show in West Des Moines. There's a multitude of choices across the US on booking.com that allow you to book everywhere you want to. Uh, I definitely use it, like I said, whenever I'm going on the road, there's tons of things you have to do. So do you, you'll book your own car, your own everything. Oh no, you have I, a van. I have a van. But I you're booking your, all van. your own hotels. Uh, a lot of hotels get booked, but you also have to book a lot of your own hotels. Like oh. if you have a down night or yeah, yeah, yeah. sometimes clubs do this fun thing where they're just like, Hey, we'll give you a hundred dollars. And you're like, that's not what booking. Booking.com. <laughs> so book whoever you want to be on booking.com. Booking.yeah. Hello. Hi, welcome to the show. Hi, thank you. Can we get your first name, please? Uh, I am Emily. Emily. Uh, where are you calling from, Emily? I'm calling from, like, central New York area. Sure. Central New York area. Very yep. mysterious. Very yeah, general. cool. I yeah. like that. Uh, and what's your sign? I'm a Capricorn. Okay. Mm, interesting. Favorite, favorite snack food, real I thought quick? you were going to say yield for a second. <laughs> 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 I like a no part. I like a street cleaning. Uh, and Emily, you got a special one today. You've got obviously me and uh, Garf, and then you've got Mr. Jonathan Scott. So this will be. Who the hell is that? She's like, okay. She knows who it is. The man who created Property Brothers and pulls his deadweight brother along for the ride. Yeah, Drew, for no reason, we're coming after you, you son of a bitch. Sit on my head? Yeah. You're never going to live it. You sit on our guy's head, then we sit on your head. (laughs) Your head, Drew. So all of a sudden, we have an enemy of a show for all no right. reason. And it's really weird. <laughs> and it's a very likable guy. I support this. <laughs> Not a lot of people have civil warred the property, brother. Yeah, that's exactly we'll do right. It. So, Emily, thank you for the show. <laughs> Drew, if you're watching, turn it off. Come on, turn Drew. Turn it off. <laughs> turn it off. You We're coming of for you. Bitch. So, Emily, what is, the, uh, what is the problem? What can we help you with? All right. Um, <laughs> so, I am excited about you, Drew, by the way. <laughs> Yeah. Did you uh, just no. call me? Whoa, Emily, Emily, you blew Emily, I'm it. Out. I'm Emily, out. Emily, oh, no, Jonathan. 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 Emily. Emily. Drew's the enemy. Here's, we're here to Jonathan's help. The First one. of all, we're here to oh. help you. You can't call a oh. twin. By oh, the my way. God. Jesus Christ. We've got Jonathan. We hate Drew. I liked you so much. Yes. Uh, Same. We now, hate Drew. We hate Drew. Would, okay. I'm on there your team. Emily? No, you, know, you need to promise after this call, you you call five people and get them hating yes. Drew. Yeah. It's like the ring. I will. And now, Emily, now because of your big blunder, you have to sing a quick song about your love Sorry, for Jonathan you know the rules. and your hatred for Drew. All right. And three, two, one. Go, Emily. I love you so much, and I hate that true guy so much more. Okay. <laughs> All right, now, Jonathan, I'm, are you? is she forgiven? You know what? We're back where we uh, were. Okay, we're Emily. Work, Emily. <laughs> what okay. is the problem? She close. saved You saved it. Yeah. Right? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> if it happens um, again. Okay. I don't know what's going to happen. It's She's the end not going to say a name for the rest of the call. There's no way. Yeah. All right, what's I, going on? I, I absolutely will not. Okay. Um, so my husband is going through a midlife crisis. As we are calling it. Um, And like your classic midlife crisis, uh, he wanted to make an absurdly expensive, completely unnecessary purchase. Hmm. Um, And I eventually caved, let him buy it. But with the condition that I can get or do something similarly absurd for myself. 
Respect. And I really need help figuring out what I want. Okay, respect. Everyone um, is thinking the same thing as me right now. Yep. What respect was the purchase? Yeah, I agree. You really teased us. So um, he bought a kit to build a barn so he can build a barn right next to the freaking house. I don't know if that's stupid. So he's going through an Amish life crisis? <laughs> oh, hold on. What's, what, Darling, we'll be erecting a barnyard. <laughs> Emily, what's his name? Ezekiel. What's it, his name? <laughs> no, Adam. 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 Okay. Great. Building a backyard little cabin it's, or a I barn. Mean, it's adding square it, footage, usable, functional square footage. Is that midlife crisis? Well, it's just very funny. It's very funny to picture like a Corvette. Yeah. What's he? What he wants a three like, seven? He thought. wants to I make a barn. Gonna, I thought it was going to be like a Miata yeah. engineering. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I've had the great Jonathan to... Scott in my backyard looking at my midlife crisis builds. <laughs> so, <laughs> I, I, I built a little cabin. Then you were in uh, the area. You came and looked at like the little like porch area. You, did, you were doing great. You Thanks, you had a, your eye on the prize. It was good. Thanks, buddy. But what's the, what's your concern with this? Yes. Why is this a midlife crisis? Is this not something that would add? useful space to the whole family oh because he wants to fuck his new girlfriend in the barn well the barn <laughs> because the barn is a part of america uh, and, and yeah. so the barn becomes his own country yes, under, so either the He's barn seceding. has its own laws yes. or the barn is like a 60s shack room yeah. or just he and a bunch of different <laughs> he's in austin powers outfits in there <laughs> you're like yeah baby so is part of the barn what is jonathan's right what's so bad about the barn emily yeah, emily you're up against so... three barn fans <laughs> <laughs> you done oh, fucked up, Emily. By the way, you just nailed us in the worst way. We're all barn fans. Gross. <laughs> We're barn we just became We're the, the barn le- boys. We just became the least fuckable the three guys. Boys. <laughs> the barn boys don't need to fuck. We got each other. If she called in. And, <laughs> we can if, build fencing. If Adam called in and said, I'm thinking of building a barn, if we would all go, do it. Do it. Yeah. Do it. Like, Kevin, why is this even a call? We just why? want to take this guy out for sandwiches. <laughs> Can we help? Yeah. Real quick, Emily, is Adam there? Can we talk? He sounds awesome. He's not here for a good reason, and it's for the barn. What's Um, So this is like, this is, we're talking about a whole ass 30 foot by 60 foot pole barn. Wow. Like, okay, that's huge. Huge 25 foot, like, it's humongous. Does he know what he's doing? No. No, We don't don't build barns. Is he getting a permit? (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Okay. So he's he's got that and stuff. How big out. is your lot? These are great questions. Um, we have eighty acres. Oh, we got eighty acres. We have eighty acres. He wants to put it right next to the house. What? So why is he so dead set on it being right next to the house? Because weird. heat and electricity. Okay, ah. so it makes sense. Okay. Well, listen, <laughs> we're not here to cheerlead the barn. But hold on. But we need to. But hold on, Emily. Because before we get to yours, and we we are on your team, yeah. just so you know, we're gonna pitch my some pitch stupid for shit for you. Is also a barn. You build a <laughs> yeah. barn next to his barn. Yeah. You build a bigger barn. You build a bigger barn. One foot bigger in every area. <laughs> He's sixty. You go sixty-one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Would you classify yourself as an anti-barnite? Mm-hmm. Are you a barn burner? No. We are in the country. There are lots of barns around. Mm-hmm. I don't understand why we have to build our own barn. Right. When you could like. Go to the neighbor barn. Have you ever I seen don't... Field of Dreams? I think he's having a Field of Dreams, but with a barn. If you build it, they will come. Yeah, but... again with the Shag Shack. Yeah, yes. yeah. <laughs> yeah. So... 
If you build it, they will come is the grossest way to think. I'm not a barn uh, guy anymore. I don't want a bunch of I've never been in, more in. I don't want people in mid-New York all coming in, like, coming yeah. in the barn. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. Well, it's because it's hard to get out of the straw. Yeah, uh, yeah. So, Guys, stick to the tarps. Here's my question is, I don't understand. I agree with you. I don't understand why it has to be right next to the house. Because if it's just a matter of power, you can just buy a longer cable to run power to the barn in its new location. So is there a flat area that's maybe a couple hundred yards away from the house? Yes, there's plenty. Plenty to choose from. Has he started building? He took down trees by the house. Okay. Yeah, so I'm starting to get more on Emily's team here. It's Mm -hmm. not just the barn. It's It's kind of weird. Yeah. It's like you don't have to be so close. Is he doing a zip line from the upper story window to the barn? That's a good pitch for yours. Back with Adam now. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a zip line guy. All right, honey, I'm going to go to the barn. We have a zip line. Wait, go ahead, Emily. We have a zip line. You do have a zip line? We have a zip line. And like this barn is for. This barn is for, like, not for equipment or animals. It's for, like, circus stuff. Okay. Wait, hold on. You got to lead out with that, Emily. What does that mean? What's up? Trapezing and stuff? So, right now, he is traveling, like, five hours away to pick up a an Olympic trampoline. Okay. We already have an Olympic trampoline. <laughs> okay. Wait, do you, Emily, you do realize say. you buried the lead, yeah? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The midlife yeah. crisis is He's becoming is a not, carny. Hold on. The midlife crisis is not that he's building a barn. Yes. It's that he's building a circus. <laughs> it's that he's becoming a clown. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I have, uh, I have another revelation. I'm a former professional clown. Jesus you are? Christ. Yeah. I was a clown for years and years. I also trapeze. <laughs> what? Uh, and so all of these You're also a things, martial artist. I'm, I'm a, and a magician. And a magician. Yeah. What is going so, on? Uh, is yeah. he hiring for the circus? <laughs> does Wait, he need on. a barn what, what does What does your no, husband gentlemen, do professionally? Gentlemen, where is Drew? Where is Drew? I <laughs> what does low, your low. husband do? I mean, we're both scientists, okay. but he is like uh, also a pole vault coach he was an all-american athlete okay. and his father's into circus like this is not totally weird just so i need to just get clean on something so he's building a circus next to your house with a big trampoline what else is he putting in his fun circus and why is it a so tent? It's, and why <laughs> yeah. why is it yeah. in a tent? yeah well, he's not moving soon. why do we need the barn yeah but hold i just need a little bit just because i really do think you buried the lead on this circus stuff a barn when you live on 80 acres makes sense to me. Yeah. I imagine some tools and maybe some animals. That's what I imagine. I'm getting An really barn. I'm getting really thrown by the circus. Yeah, stuff. no, when he's unicycling around on his own. That's so where it gets what creepy. else does he have in there? He's got a trampoline. What else does he have? So there's like ropes and silks. Like he has this idea what? that we're going to be doing a lot of aerial acrobatics type things. Where did this come from? I think, again, from his mother and father who I are imagine. more circus oriented <laughs> interesting so his midlife crisis is tapping into this childhood thing that his family did yeah circus meant a lot yeah. this was cool and he's like you know they say uh before people die they move back to the type of environment that they grew up in so if you grew up in like cold oh weather yeah right all of a sudden you're like living in florida like a guy like me i'm like at 80 i'm gonna be like maybe i'm gonna go to chicago yeah because you want to like die happen. where you yeah. started yeah, right. don't worry your husband's not dying <laughs> It's fine. But midlife crisis is the start. It yeah. is the start, Jonathan. Have you thought of any of the things you want to do? Like, have you thought Have you thought on any worlds that you're, like, interested in kind of going? 
into for your barn? That's where I'm really stuck because okay, I okay. So there's you... I'm like generally pretty content and did not I don't need a barn like I get it. I mean, you're not having a crisis, but what are certain things like if you know what are certain things that make you really happy? If you have a free Saturday and no one's around, yeah, what do you like to do? Again, that's really hard. Like I'm still I'm in that like mother of young kids sure. constantly like cleaning the house and taking care of the kids. I get it. Um, so I don't really have moments to myself. How about this? While you're working with the kids and everything's tired, you're working, you can't sleep. You do have a fantasy, right? What is something you would like to do? Tear his barn down. So I've been learning. I've been teaching myself French um, mm-hmm. with Bingo. the idea yep. of like going and being able to actually speak French. Okay. I got a pitch. I got, I got 30 pitches, but go ahead. First pitch. <laughs> None of them are good. I should point that out right away. First pitch. You build a French bistro. I was thinking bistro. In my head. <laughs> and it is, you get the tables, you get the chairs. Yours is outside that connects to the barn. And it is a French circus. So all the, if he ever wants to put a sign like your last name circus, it has to be in French. The aesthetic, everything has to go <laughs> French. And if he's like, I'm not loving this, you go, that's how I feel about the barn. Right? Because what you might be wanting to play is a little spite bit. Spite Paris. A little Spite Paris. Uh, but we could start building something in that world that you're doubling down on this French thing where he goes like, why is everything in our kitchen in French? And you go, I'm learning the language. And he goes, I know, I get it, but it's a lot. And you go, it's kind of how I feel about a fucking trapeze act in our backyard. Jonathan, what do you got on that phone really fast? Uh, spite in French is... Dippy. <laughs> All right, Gareth, de Gareth, let's hear some pictures. What do you well, got? I guess, okay, so he has his barn. How many kids do you have? Two. In order for him to have his barn, you could say that for one night a week, he's got to go out there with the kids and you get a night off because Ooh. he gets to go do sort of the little circus act yeah, like with that. the kids. This is actually a Gives good Gives you a free night. You know and what... you could take up a hobby. You could keep learning yes. your French. You could do something like that. Yeah, so he kind of, like the whole idea of the barn is that the kids, like my daughter already knows how to do rope and some silk type stuff. Like he wants to encourage it more with them. Jonathan, this Jonathan. is information that we should have yeah, known. So this is all this kind is of nice stuff. <laughs> okay. You know what I'm getting out of this one, Emily? You're a selfish asshole. <laughs> no, uh, just so you know, a... he was making eye contact with me when he said it. Yeah, yeah. It the, seemed uh, like it was to you. So it not... wasn't me. It I, wasn't me. I will point out, kids do love the aerial stuff and the silk. It is a lot of fun to do those sorts of activities. Uh, it, after, analyzing all of this, yeah. it sounds like... Actually, the one other question I have first. How big was the financial impact of this thing that he bought? Is it... Oh, my God. Un- totally irresponsible or was it like yes <laughs> no that's actually that's actually what's most out of character that's what shows it's a crisis it's yes. like what did you just what but, her, but your like, question today much? emily was not what do we do about my husband overspending yeah, on building the a now but your question was what do we do for your your midlife crisis right yeah so for me. i just want so for you so i think we're gonna end this pretty soon because here's why what we have learned is your husband did a really weird thing, but it does, he is incorporating the kids. What we've also learned about you is 
you're not sure what you want to do. And I think your midlife crisis is time to find what makes you happy apart from your job, apart from your kids, and apart from the weird fucking circus, which you're not interested in. <laughs> so, Emily, you got to get your groove back. I, yeah. You got to find that, what makes you, you. This is city slickers, and you got to go get your smile back. Yeah. I also think what you could do is you could pitch. I mean, because this is quite an undertaking to have a circus barn. You could pitch that you get a trip to France, maybe in a year. That's what you do. You take a solo trip. You oh. use your French out there. You get 10 days around a beautiful country. There's a lot of unrest. Yeah. Uh, but but you could pitch something like that. Um, also, here's another option. You could just, I mean, I don't know what we're talking about, how much he's spending. Cut that in half, and you can just gamble with it. Yeah, <laughs> I was, I was going to say, you sell the tickets to the circus and you get to keep the money. Ooh, sell oh, sell tickets. Oh, you know, that's the, pretty good. The too. one thing I will say is I don't think you making another irresponsibly expensive is the move is the move because then it puts you doubly in yeah. a financial right. hardship. So, you know, there are positives, it sounds like, with this building. I'm going to stop calling it a barn because it sounds like it's maybe just. Uh, an, un an unattractive building. I, I, I think know. you're building. It's a, it's a box. It's, uh, yeah. it's a box. But you know, make make the most. It sounds like it's happening. Yes, okay, it is happening. But I agree. I think if you could find a little bit of your joy back again, and and you know, we've got two kids, and I believe me, I know how much time that takes. It is so important for you to find something that makes you happy and you, and as a family you need to make time for that that's yes, important i think that's so here's where we're gonna end no. this one on emily because i think jonathan's right there so you can yeah. either lean into what he's doing but he takes the kid he teaches them this stuff and you find your kind of hobby yeah. what you like you could take yourself on a solo trip to france you could build a bistro which sounds like you're not going to do you could gamble. <laughs> of the, you just you take gamble. half of what this barn costs. Just and you, yeah, you just find a. You could, and it's a. We didn't go deep on this one, but there might be something here. Uh, and then, if I had more coffee, I would have pitched harder on this one. But that is, you could sell tickets to the circus and create a weird side business. I mean, that is. <laughs> you're, you're talking about getting her further incorporated yes. into the. So, Emily, <laughs> what do you think you're gonna actually do in this truly unique setup of a call? So I really, honestly, I like the idea of like he goes with the kids, he takes the kids into the barn yes. one night a week, and I find my own personal happiness again. Yeah, this is great. Um, I love it. And also Sweet. maybe maybe I'll just go to France anyway. Like great, I, both. And yeah, also he's building a barn. while you're finding your happiness, it might be you've seemed like a highly educated, smart human being. So you're probably going to learn the language pretty fast. Yeah. And may I recommend Babbel? Babbel. <laughs> With Babbel, all things are possible. In linguistics. Yeah. You but can start making pizzas like... or you could watch. You could make a list of movies you've always wanted to see. We're not or new you stuff. could get We're into specialty cocktails. What better thing for him to come back to the barn and you're shit faced. Uh, so, Emily, we appreciate the call. I think this is going to end up being a happy one for you. And really weird stuff. Yeah, super. Yeah. Super weird. <laughs> really wild. Spending money wild, you guys don't have to dangerous build dangerous swings yeah. that we're all in support of pretty much yeah. until we learned about the clown. I've also learned in a real like you were also a professional clown. Uh, yeah, that, that's got away. We just got the alarm. We the are alarm. on here. Emily. Thank there. you for the Thank alarm. you for the This episode is brought to you by Hero Bread and Flour Tortillas. This Garfman, 
has zero net carbs. Yes. 80 calories. It's high in fiber. It's got zero sugar and it's seven crazy. grams of protein. And I've had these. Which is crazy, it's too. It's crazy, actually. It actually tastes good. The problem with the old ones is they taste like trash and everybody knows it. Yes. And the key to, the key to uh, food it, that's making you lose weight, because yeah. that's what this is all about. Yes. Well, you're not eating these as like a pack of vitamins. Yes. You want to eat a quesadilla, but you don't want to be a 300-pounder well, eating a quesadilla you're because you're trying to get on television. So, so you want to like get stuff from your food. Yes. If you're getting 7 grams of protein on 80 calories. That's not bad. It's pretty good, especially for bread. <laughs> but rather than go down the route of getting a protein bar at a gas station yes. that you go like, well, the protein sugar is good, but you're actually just eating a candy bar. Yes. Get this in a slice of turkey, roll yeah. it up. Boom. Boom. Easy. Why done. don't you take this on the goddamn road? I am road taking with it you. on the road, and I, I don't am? like your tone. <sighs> Look How at about you. that? So sensitive. I don't feel good. <laughs> um. Uh, listen, we love Hero Bread. Uh, like Jake said, there's tortillas, there's bread. It's good you stuff. can make your favorites. You can make burritos, enchiladas. Uh, I love. Uh, we love Hero Bread's texture, all that stuff. Like I said, the nutrition is there. It's just way better if you're into eating bread, which everyone is. Yeah, it tastes. Uh, good. Zero to one grams of net carbs, zero sugar. Like Jake said, all that stuff. So listen, don't give up on being a breadhead. Hero Bread is offering ten percent off your order. Go to hero.co and use code H E L P at checkout. That's H E L P at H E R O dot C O. Hero Bread. Be a breadhead. Be a gilly bean. Join us. <laughs> We have a whole different scenario, a different dynamic, because Drew was a surprise. So my parents did not know there was a second baby. Holy shit. What? There was no ultrasound. So back then in Canada, you only had an ultrasound if there was a complication. And so we, there was no complication. Our heartbeats were exactly in sync. Oh Uh, my God. And so I was born and the doctor left. And then the nurse was like, clean up and she's like, uh, doctor, I think there's another one. <laughs> and mom, Drew was born to mom going, oh shit. <laughs> and then Drew came out. Now my head was all like misformed yeah, yeah. and like uh-huh. everything. And so they were like, oh God, it's because Drew was sitting on my head in the womb. <laughs> so when we get bullying, today, womb bullying. yeah. Well, I always be like, doesn't matter because twins are competitive. I won the first competition. I was born first. <laughs> and Drew's like, I had my ass yeah. on your face. I mushed your yeah. head yeah, that to a so, That's amazing. Yeah. That is crazy. What a shock for your mom. Also, not doing ultrasounds. Yes. That is crazy. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it was a newer newer technology. That's and, wild. Yeah. Now I you're will spoiled. Say, uh, now I'm how old like, are you? It's hand. I'm 44. 44. You're only a year younger than me. Yeah. But I. What were I'm you not... guessing? You were putting him as yeah, boyish. Go. You were going <laughs> to say 30s. Well, it, I was I was thinking third like no probably he was going like fifty <laughs> no I was like well because you're like that's crazy I'm like really because oh, yeah, iPhones yeah. have only my been around stu- for yeah, what yeah. ten years my stupidity years? ages me back to a lot of people <laughs> yeah. you are stupid I am dumb yeah and so but he's that gr- but he's great but you're good looking yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. that's what I'm okay going for. yeah he, really quick before we get rid of you just because you are marrying a friend of mine yes yeah what's going on with it where are you guys at. We, so we're engaged. I know that. Um, we're trying to figure out the right place. Cause I, you know, but we both have the same thing where we, it can't just be like some random place. It has yeah, to be yeah, something yeah. that has a history or a meaning or a connection to us. So we've been having, you know, a challenging time figuring out what is right. And I also, I don't want it to be so complicated or expensive yeah. for people to get to. That makes um, sense. You already never come out anyway. Yeah, I'm hard. So I'll we, come to this. I you will, you, you'll come to I that. Will come okay. To this. All right. 
You're not invited. I figured. <laughs> yeah. But I'll, I'm very <laughs> available. But so you guys, you I got a location. It. Yeah, we're trying to plan it. The barn. Figure out when we want to do it. Also, you know, maybe it's because we're, you know, a little bit older. Yeah. We're, you know, lazy. But we want it to just be easy. We want yeah, it to yeah. be warm. Yeah. I love that. And we want it to be a hell of a good party. Yeah, yeah. Well, what I will say is somebody who knows Zoe well, uh, and I've gotten to know you better. I'm glad it's you. No, thank you. You're a fucking good human on the good team. And knowing Zoe, when you did that show, we were so close and we like battled through everything for so many years. We all became like cousins. Yeah. So like seeing how everybody ends and like what's happening, uh, she landed well and um, uh, it's fun to watch. Well, I appreciate that. Is it a guest list thing because you don't have any room for other people? Or that... (laughs) Because there's a vibe. What's the, not you went like this between us? Well, all yeah, of us. It feels like I mean, can you picture us at your? I think all of us at a table. Well, that'd be a good. I'm great say, at weddings. Jake could bring you as his date, but I really like his wife. I bring so. my wife. I love sure. his wife. You bring I, me out for Gareth. I'll bring your wife. I'm not. Yeah. Gareth never stops talking. I'm going to bring him to a wedding. Oh come on, I'm great. I'm <laughs> hey, great. This for is this is how the wedding will go. You'll in the middle of your vows in the background. You'll hear. I knew I should have done Shoot or shoot. And I never shoot. stopped shooting. Shoot or shoot. But, you know, experience. I think the funny thing is we've talked about this too because like, so many people are so stressed about who do we invite. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. You know, everyone's got to say. I'm like, we've both been married before. I don't care what anybody else totally thinks. We will, we'll do what we want. And one of the rules is everyone invited has to be someone we both know and spend time with. Yeah, I think that's right. Um, and... Uh, yeah, we want to keep it simple. So I love it, man. Yeah, that must be because you did it. Bef- you've been married before. That must kind of take a little bit of the, the pressure off in a way because you feel like now this is for you a little bit more. Oh yeah, because even when you're you're dating somebody when you're younger, you don't know what you want. You don't even know yeah. what love is. Yeah. And we were literally having this conversation with our eight year old yesterday. Cool. She's like, you know, she was trying to explain to us that a crush isn't love. It's just a crush. I'm like. Yes, this is true. (laughs) I didn't know. Where were you? You know, then when you're a little bit older, you know the stuff you want. Most importantly, you know the stuff you don't want in a partner. And uh, I have to say, I'm the luckiest dude alive because we we just gel like you wouldn't believe. That's awesome, man. Yeah. So. Well, we're going to stop wasting your time. Thank you for coming. You're the best, buddy. This was not a waste of time. Yeah. Okay, this was, we helped. Not people. only was this great, this was the best laugh I've had. <laughs> and in a come long back. Time. We saved lives. And we saved, saved lives, lives, guys. Yeah. Just remember that. Yeah, I would. And if you are really searching for a location, I mean, we did just find out about a pretty cool barn in Central there's no New York. chance yeah. is always going to Central New York, some weird guy's barn. Unless there's a zip line. Yeah, which there is. <laughs> We're Here to Help is hosted by Jake Johnson and Gareth Reynolds. The show is produced and edited by Kevin Bartelt, and the associate producer and editor is AJ McKee. Our social media director is Caitlin Tanwakio, and our video editor is John DeBruin. The theme song is made by Oliver Raleigh, and you can check out his music at OliverRaleigh.com. That's Oliver R-A-L-L-I.com. The album artwork is by James Fosdyke. You can find him on Instagram at James underscore Fosdyke, D-I-K-E. And if you'd like to see me do stand-up on the road, go to GarethReynolds.com. And if you'd like to be on the show, email us your question at HelpfulPod at gmail.com. All of the advice given on We're Here to Help is for entertainment purposes only, and all listeners should be adults and make their own decisions. Okay.